Welcome to Your Next Level Now with your host, Bob Donnell. As a human behaviorist, Bob has helped people from every walk of life reach their next level, both personally and professionally. Whether a celebrity, professional athlete, or entrepreneur, Bob has helped them align their behavior with their desired result in their life and career. This is Your Next Level Now with Bob Donnell. All right, guys. Well, welcome. Welcome to Everything Next Level. Um, you know, um, it, it's, it's so fun uh, when I think about some of the people that I get to interview. And, and uh, sometimes they're just really good friends of mine from a long time. And uh, sometimes they're people that I've just met recently. And um, today, today it's a last minute thing. We had a, we had a last minute cancellation. And, uh, and I, you know, it's just, it's so fun because when you get to, when you get to interview somebody that you know really well, that you have a personal relationship with, it's, an, it's always a different conversation than if it's somebody that sends me their bio and wants me to interview them and I do this interview. Um, today is a, a good friend of mine, Randy Mason. Randy and I met uh, several years ago uh, at, um, at a, a private club in Costa Mesa. And the, the funniest thing was I remember sitting in the lobby and I'm just sitting there doing some work or getting ready for valet or whatever. And Randy leaves and then he comes back in and he's like, hey, I'm Randy Mason. And we started talking. And just the way he approached me, just the, the, the excitement, the charisma that he has, he is just, um, just one of those individuals that's <clears throat> infectious. His spirit is really infectious. And uh, we developed a great friendship and relationship then. And it's been, um, he would pop by the house when he was going windsurfing. He would uh, ride his motorcycle up. Uh, we've had many meals together. We've uh, just, it's just one of those guys, but man, this guy's a very successful um, commercial real, uh, real estate broker. He's got his own office in, in uh, Irvine. He Newport. Is, Newport. Um, and he's a family guy. His, his wife and kids are just amazing. And um, he's got some regiments. He's got some things that he does on a regular and consistent basis, like ski trips and, and trips to Europe and just, just cool things that he does. <laughs> he's just one of those great guys. And his wife, is absolutely amazing and adorable. And I just absolutely love her and love his kids. Just great, great people. But Randy Mason, brother, you're on. I, I just really appreciate you hopping on. Anything to help you out, Bob. I know what it's like when somebody cancels and you're, oh my God, what do I do? Yeah. So, yeah. so Randy, I, let's talk about this. I mean, you've got, you're married how long? Uh, in July, it'll be 31 years. So yeah, I've got a rock star of a wife. She's phenomenal. She deserves a medal, frankly. Mm, yeah. married to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and she's been going through some battles. And so that creates battles for the family, right? No, no battles. I mean, just she was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. Bottom line, everything is fine. But, you know, when this was a year ago during right in the beginning of COVID. So <laughs> I, you know, it was really funny on a, I, I think I told you this, but I was in South America the end of February to the beginning of, or to the, the middle slash end of, end of March with uh, some boys, had a, had a boys trip that some friends I travel with a lot. And <clears throat> when I got home, which was March 20th, by the way, my birthday is March 21st. Might want to mark that on your calendar. Mark that on your calendar, guys. <laughs> March 21st. <clears throat> um, so I got home on March 20th. Uh, she had 
already been to the doctor, knew what was going on. My children knew what was going on. And she asked my son, Baron, hey, do I tell dad, uh, you know, when he gets home or uh, on his birthday? So she sat me down on the couch when I arrived home and wasn't home 15 minutes. And she says, I got something to tell you. And that's when she told me she has stage one breast cancer. So that's the good news. It's stage one. Um, we drew up, not drew up, uh, we figured out a plan and uh, it's all perfect. I mean, she had just a um, lumpectomy. So that, that's good. She cancer free, had radiation, uh, had chemotherapy. And if anybody's ever going through anything like this, um, when you're going through chemotherapy, there's something called a cold cap of which basically, so she didn't lose any more than 50% of her hair. Obviously you, you lose some of your hair, but she kept 50% of it because of this cold cap. And basically you use dry ice in this certain cap and you put it on your head and it freezes your um, hair follicles. So the poison doesn't go up inside the, <clears throat> the hair follicles. Anyway, she's got a full head of hair now. She's just a rock star. So to answer your question, that was that was our only real challenge. Yeah, that I mean, that was amazing. I mean, when you told me that, I was like, "What?" And uh, you know, just the 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 oddity that you were out of town at the time, um, and then and then to be faced with that as soon as you come back in. But you are right. I love her. I have loved her from the day I met her, and uh, I just yeah, she's definitely a rock star. No doubt about that. And as are you, you know, brother, I've, um, you know, I've seen you uh, handle some, some stuff in your life and I've seen you just really handle business and change, you know, change directions in your, in your business and start your own brokerage. And, uh, you know, when I met you were with, with, um, for a, with a company for a long time, and then you had uh, started your own brokerage. And, um, you know, I, I always say this about you, Randy, and, and uh, you know, I, I know you kind of laugh when I say it, but I always say he's forgotten more about commercial real estate than most people will ever know. And, um, but it's been by, by test and trial. I mean, he's had to go through all the years of doing this over and over and over again. And um, he brings some really in great insights. So if you're looking for commercial real estate or you know somebody who's looking at commercial real estate, um, he's, the, he's the guy to go to. He, he would be my absolute go-to guy. Um, phenomenal human being as well. You know, Randy, um, when you started commercial real estate, um, what was the goal? What was the goal when you first started commercial real estate? Um, all right. Well, to be perfectly candid, um, I got into real estate when I was 19 and I was doing residential. I was going to college at the same time. Uh, my manager at that time, I was working with the Coldwell Banker, he said, Randy, you know, you should really consider getting into commercial real estate. He goes, however, you know, our company requires you to be 21 years old. So I'm like, okay. So I kept doing residential and was doing okay. I watched my grades go straight down because I was focused on working. Uh, my father, a wise uh, attorney said, Randy, you can, you can work your whole life. You're not going to go to college your whole life. So please focus on, on the university. So I said, okay. Mm. So I um, finished university while I was going to college. Um, I learned about this exchange program called FIOPSI. It's a French acronym for International Real Estate Federation. Mm. And they explained how you could do a, an internship program. And I thought, wow, that sounds interesting. So cut to the chase, 
the summer of 85, I traveled Europe for the two months with, a, with another buddy of mine, had a great time and just, it opened my eyes to, this is phenomenal. And that's when I decided, all right, I want to travel Europe for like a year and a half, two years straight. Um, and my dad was supportive to the effect of, says, well, if you're ever going to do it, now's the time to do it. Not when you're 30 years old or 40 years old and you're setting your career and your family started, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to travel that length of time. Okay, so I figured out how to uh, go to different houses and stay with different real estate people. So I basically traveled Europe for 22 months. I stayed in a hotel for one week in 22 months, one week. Other than that, it was with people. It was so just, you know, you talk about getting to know the country and people and relationships. The sad part, this was before the internet. <laughs> or they had the internet, but they didn't really have email. So right. I didn't get any email addresses. I just got um, telephone numbers and addresses. And well, you kind of lose track of people. So I, I still have some friends back in Europe that we keep in touch with. But obviously, you know, the majority of people that you meet 30 years ago. Wait, how would you meet these people? Had You'd never been there before, right? Well, I, uh, I was there the summer of 85. Right. So, you know, um, spring or so 86 is when I, I left, but I was doing the, the exchange program, which is, it was a formalized, yeah, formalized exchange program with Theopsy. So okay. what would happen is it's an international organization and all of the brokers that want to host somebody, they put their names on a list and basically mm -hmm. they have committee members that in certain, in each country that says, all right, you're part of Germany, you're part of Sweden, you're part of Norway, you're part of Denmark, you're part of Spain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you contact those committee members and then those committee members reach out to their members that have signed up and said, hey, we've got a guy who wants to, you know, stay with you for a week. And they're wonderful. They're just phenomenal. And it, it was a good experience for them. It was a great experience for me. Um, so that's how I met these people. And then one person would meet, introduce you to somebody else. So I'm going to the office with you as an example. Right. Uh, you have a colleague and that colleague would have a son about my same age. And they say, hey, you want to stay with us for a week? Yeah, sure. So then I'd stay with that son. And then that son would take me to a party. And then I'd meet somebody else at that party. And they say, hey, you want to stay with me? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So that's how I just kind of get bouncing around. Um, so like, as I said, I was there for 22 months. On my tw my 20th month is when I met Leah, my only wife, my current wife, my only wife. Uh, <laughs> um, so I mean, I met her, and I met her at a student party uh, in in London, and I looked at her and I'm like, wow, she's beautiful. Uh, where are you from? She's from Italy. I said, tell you what, I'll teach you English if you teach me Italian, and she goes, yeah, right. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I saw her the next day and we didn't, we didn't stop see each other twice a day, you know, for the last, the next two and a half months, four days after we had met, um, we're both like, you know, you're the type of person I'd like to marry. And I said, yeah, you're the type of person I'd like to marry. Then it was like, okay, well, why don't we get married? And then it's like, well, why don't we get to know each other first? <laughs> but I mean, she was just, she's just such an angel. Um, so we waited for two and a half years because she came over to America, uh, stayed here for six months, 
the visa ran out, uh, we renewed it like you're supposed to do. And then once that visa ran out, it was like, okay, you either have to go home or we get married. So we got an engagement uh, visa and the rest is history. Got married and fantastic. Yeah. That is, that is so amazing. And, and you know, and, and that it's lasted this long and that, uh, that, you know, you guys have just, I, I mean, I love being together with both of you guys. You know, I mean, I met you first, we've spent a lot of time and then I got to meet Leah and, and I just, uh, I just love the way you guys interact. Uh, but you guys have really created this, this, um, this relationship that sometimes you travel <clears throat> by yourself and sometimes she travels by herself and sometimes you travel together and you guys have just really created this, this relationship that I think a lot of couples have a difficult time doing. What do you think is this, the, the key to, uh, to you being able to do what you've done in your relationship and in your business? What, what are some of the keys that you think have, have attributed to that? For our relationship, Leah? Yeah, let's go with your relationship first. All right. Um, trust. Uh, the reality is she trusts me and I trust yeah. her. And, you know, it's like, okay. Her, her comment is, if you're going to do anything, you're going to do it. So I can't stop you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm not going to. I wouldn't lose you. So it's not worth it. Mm. Um, so just the fact that the, the traveling alone with me um, was when... <laughs> sounds bad but we, so when we first got married we traveled constantly because she was a travel agent and i was in commercial real estate so i had flexibility with time she had uh, the travel agency of where she's supposed to travel and visit different places so we kind of got into a habit of having a really good time traveling around and remember she's from italy so we would go to europe you know pretty much every year uh, to visit her family and and friends uh, and then one year, um, she, we couldn't go because I think the children were too small, too young. But she says, you should go. You should go and have fun with Tony. That was a really good friend of ours. And I'm like, you sure? She goes, yeah. So I call up Tony. He lives in Germany. And okay, let's, let's meet somewhere in the middle. All right. Well, that's the Atlantic Ocean. What's a little bit closer than that? <laughs> so uh, we said, hey, he's in Germany. Let's go to Amsterdam. So there's some beautiful museums in Amsterdam. The people are wonderful. They all speak English. So it's, it's just a beautiful country if you've never been to Amsterdam and the surrounding areas and bicycles. So we would rent a bike for a week and just go all over the place. And it was so cultural as well because they've got some really nice museums, the Van Gogh Museum, the Rijksmuseum, um, the Stedelijk Museum. So we got culture along with having a good time and getting some exercise. So that became an annual trip. And then we started saying, hey, let's meet somewhere else. And that's when we're doing South America and, and Central America, uh, Asia. So, you know, just yeah. having a good time. And then she goes out with, with her friend. She has a friend who lives in Singapore. So she goes out, visits uh, Audra in Singapore. Um, she goes on other trips with other other girlfriends that are, you know, to say Colorado or, or actually to Europe, too. I mean, she's taken some of her girlfriends, you know, London and Paris and have, having a good time. So just the traveling part. So what a what a blast. Yeah, um, it is. you know, I, I one of the things I appreciate about you so much, though, is your ability to build relationships. And, you know, with me, relationship currency is the most important thing for me. So um, but watching you do that. Um, with people that you've just met and developing that relationship. But one of the things I know about Randy is he, he stays in touch. 
Um, it won't be very long if we haven't spoken that one of us will reach out and just say hi. Uh, one of us? One of us. Me. I'm the one who's calling you. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. no <laughs> yeah. I called you when I was in New Newport last last month or two months ago. Very so, much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So okay. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he is really good about um, um, staying in touch and really good about um, building that relationship currency. And um, I've, I've really always appreciated that about him. But, you know, one of the things I've, I've also come to realize is how um, you really balance your play and your work really well. Um, it's typically one is so lopsided on the other. And yet with you, uh, I see you just like totally immerse yourself in winds and uh, windsurfing, right? Kiteboarding. Kiteboarding. Kiteboarding, yeah. Kiteboarding. And it was like all of a sudden I hear that he's in, involved in kiteboarding and then he's like bought the rig. He's bought everything. He's out there, surf, you know, um, kiteboarding out in front of my house. And I was just like, this is so cool to sit there and watch Randy just loving his passion. And he was just had so much fun. And I'll never forget the day, the day that you said that the kite got away from you and it, it just took off. Remember that? Well, it yeah, it didn't take off. A line broke and I was 200 some odd yards out in Newport Beach and it just was doing it's called a death spiral. And there's nothing you can do, nothing you can do. So I had to eject it and uh, swim back 200 plus yards. Uh, the challenge is it was extremely windy. So it was probably 25, 28 miles an hour, which doesn't seem like very much, but it kind of is because the ocean is now like a washing machine. Hmm. So, you know, I, I eject my kite, bye-bye kite, you know, a $2,000 kite. It's like, maybe I'll find it later on. It's in Mexico now. So um, <laughs> so I had to swim back. So anyway, um, if you think that's funny, yeah, try it. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I, I told you I wouldn't be out there to begin with. So uh, it takes too much upper body strength, I think, for me. But uh, watching yeah. you, watching you love it, though, watching you just have, and then watching you post pictures about everywhere, you know, that you, you, you go up and down Long Beach. I see you in, you know, I see you all up and down the coast and you just are just having a blast, but you know, that's not the only thing skiing is a, something that you just, you love to do and you do on a regular basis uh, with your buddies and stuff. You know, I think a lot of people have a hard time because they think if, if they're, if they're really um, immersed in something fun that they're <clears throat> neglecting work, how do you balance that? How do you wrestle that with you? Um, I feel the same way. Hmm. I, I feel guilty when I'm, let's say, taking off work at four o'clock because the winds just kicked up in Huntington Beach. My gosh, I should still be working. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I don't necessarily give myself credit for having gotten up earlier and you know, doing work from home and from, from our phone. And fortunately and unfortunately, we can work from our phone now, which I find actually refreshing because I can make calls. I can follow up. I can send emails. I can do a lot of things that I could be doing at the office remotely we're all finding this remote situation works to a point it's not ideal but you know you can make it work um so yeah i, I do feel guilty but i also realize you know first off if it's if it's an exercise type of situation that's a good thing that's a good thing for your body so if you have to take off a little early that's so i work a little bit later that's not a problem i i don't mind 
coming home and answering emails at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, that's not a problem. So it's almost like, all right, you take a long or a late lunch hour um, and you go kiteboarding for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and then you go back home and continue working, have dinner, you know, and continue a little bit more work if you need to. Um, I like to take walks in the evening with Leah. So and sometimes, you know, I'll get on after our, after our walk. But I think your point of how do I balance it? Um, you know, not, I don't think there's really balance. I just, I do it. And it, it, you know, after it's done, spam, you ever get those calls? Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I just do it. And I, I find like a, a week vacation, um, I'll be working on that vacation. So that's without a doubt, <laughs> I'll go skiing for a week and I'll work in the morning and then I'll work kind of in the evening hours or during the day, you know, during a lunch break, you know, you send some emails and texts, you know, maybe, maybe you're not working as hard, um, or doing the same task, but I come back and it's like three weeks later, I go, well, nobody missed me that much. Um, I got things done. And then I started, that's when Lee and I started traveling to Europe um, for three weeks at a time. And I would be on the phone every day calling my clients. And yeah. I have uh, one of my very valued clients, uh, Matt, Matt Weiss. Um, he wrote me a letter of appreciation, basically mentioning the fact that, you know, Randy, you kind of work too hard. I mean, when you're on vacation, you should be on vacation. And I said, Matt, but your transaction isn't going to stop. So I need to make sure it keeps moving forward. The steps get taken care of, the T's get crossed, the I's get dotted. And, you know, I've worked four transactions over 20 years with Matt. So it's uh, pretty neat, pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that about you because um, you're not one that will neglect one thing because you're doing something else. And I've, I've really, I've seen that in, in action. You know, for maybe um, half an hour or an hour. Yeah, I mean, for a short period of time. Yeah. <clears throat> one of the things I, um, one of the things I, I want to draw out about this, about you, is you have um, the ability to, like I said, stay connected and, and, and value that relationship and that friendship. Where did that come from? I mean, was your, your dad, you know, being an attorney, a successful attorney, was that something that he was really big on? Where did you develop that? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I, somebody once told me the fortunes in the follow-up, hmm. which means you have to follow up and people are busy. Um, so I often will call a friend that I haven't spoken to for a year or so and say, hey, I got tired of waiting for you to call me. So I'm picking up the telephone. Uh, and it, you know, fortunately you're, we're able to make telephone calls, uh, you know, with Bluetooth and hands-free, you know, in the car. So I don't sit and listen to music. I will make calls, talk to my mother, talk to my dad, talk to my sister, talk to friends, talk to clients, um, just to kind of, you know, that's, wasted time in, in my opinion yeah um what's, but, been, what's been the biggest um you've had some great influences i mean you've introduced me to some people you have you've surrounded yourself with some just exceptional people to begin with but what has been maybe one or two of the greatest piece of advice that you've been given and 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 how have you applied those 
Um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I consistently try to help my friends and clients connect people with each other. Um, my, my dry cleaner, as an example, great guy. He's hurting right now because of COVID. I mean, it's really sad. He's just a really great guy. He's had some problems with trying to get some uh, PPP, uh, um, no, E, <laughs> PPE. P yeah, one of the, I forget. Right the, the, yeah. Um, so I introduced him to somebody who, Melody immediately called him, got things taken care of. And he's like, oh my gosh, just thank you so much. He goes, it's amazing how many people you know. And I said, well, I do know a lot of people and I do try to help people out. And it, it, it kind of feels good. Um, probably the same reason I, I don't say enjoy donating blood, but uh, you know, I, I don't like needles. <laughs> However, I do know that when I donate blood, I'm saving, so I, I do a double red cell. So I save six people's lives as opposed to one pint is three people's lives. A double red cell is six people's lives with the Red Cross says. So I've got like five or six gallons that I've donated. I do it on a regular basis. For those of you out there that don't know this, donating blood for men is extremely healthy because we get rid of our excess iron in our body and then our um, bone marrow kicks in and starts uh, creating fresh new uh, red blood cells. So it's a good thing. Mm. So you can donate every, I wanna say 60, oh, I don't know the number exactly. Three, I can do it three times a year. Um, so, anyway, one of the things I, you know, one of the things I, I appreciate about you doing that too, as well. And he is, he is very big advocate on on blood. But when you do it, um, I've been on the receiving end of the calls several times where you've said, "Hey, I'm going to go donate blood. You want to come?" Or I've seen you post about it on Facebook. Um, you know, and, and I just love the fact that you bring people into the stuff that you, that you are passionate about as well. And you want to expose people to that. Um, uh, uh, truth be told. Yeah. There is an altruistic motive. I haven't seen that individual for a while. And if I donate and we, I save six lives and he or she comes with me, they save three lives. We just saved nine lives together for 45 minutes of visiting. It's like, how many people have a, I don't call it a meeting, but, you know, get together donating blood. It's like the fact that you even think that way, though, Randy, I mean, <laughs> most people don't think that way. They think of it as, oh, I got to go donate blood. Oh, man, you mean I'm going to have to go sit there for 45 minutes? They don't think Holy about it. You've reframed it in your brain so that it's, it's a mutual benefit, but it's a priority for you. And you allow people to participate in that as well with you. And I think that's just a way, a really cool way of doing it. Good. So Randy, as we wrap this up, because I, I know you've got a busy day and I appreciate you hopping on this. Um, I, I want to um, tell you how much I appreciate you. I mean, I have just always appreciated our friendship and uh, every time we get together for coffee or for lunch, or even if it's spur of the moment, um, I always walk away um, knowing that, that uh, I've surrounded myself with another great individual. And uh, I really appreciate you and your family in that. And um, uh, guys, if you have a question, go ahead and, and raise your hand now so we can do that. I'll let you guys ask questions. If you're watching this recorded, um, post the question. We'll make Randy um, 
a, a part of the group online so that he can answer questions. You guys can connect with him. But um, Randy, going forward, what's next for Randy Mason? Because you've got your brokerage now, you're doing well. What, what, you know, but you've had to deal with a lot of stuff with, you've got rental properties. You had to deal with a lot of stuff with your, with COVID and everything else. Um, and you, every time I see you, Randy, you just have a great attitude about it. I want to know, how do you keep that great attitude in tough times? And <laughs> you laugh, but, but yeah. trust me, I meet a lot of people like you do. And Bob, you, Bob, you have one of the highest. It's, it's, it's really fake it till you make it. Hey, look at where we live compared to other parts of the world. I mean, we are so blessed. Mm -hmm. Wherever you live, if you're in the United States, if you're not in the United States, but you're in a decent place, it's not having conflict or, I mean, just real problems going on. I don't want to mention any particular countries or, or countries that don't really give you all the freedom that you would like to have. Um, we're just so blessed. Uh, every day, if you're healthy, I mean, obviously health is your first wealth. So, you know, you need to make sure that you take care of your health because without your health, you've got nothing. So mm -hmm. health is your first wealth. One of my mentors tells me that all the time when I'm encouraging him to, to exercise and vice versa. Um, it's funny, Leah and I, yesterday, um, I, have, I have a basketball that I pumped up that I haven't played in a while and Leah likes basketball. So I'm like, hey, let, let's go shoot some hoops. She's like, oh, okay, I don't know if I'll shoot any, but you know, I'll go with you. I'm like, okay. So we went down the street and we just played a round of a horse and just had a, had a lot of fun. It's just like going out and playing. Oh, great. <clears throat> yeah. That's so, one thing I'd really appreciate about you is your ability to just be, out, be available and play and uh, really cool. So Flo, go ahead and bring yourself on. I know you always have a great question. I don't see these questions. You know that, right? <laughs> Hi, Randy. Hi. I love um, that you shared your story and everything and got to know you a little bit better. Um, but I did have a question because you seem to have navigated commercial real estate, especially in Orange County the last few years, maybe even during COVID. Um, how have you... I mean, peaks and valleys and everything. How did you navigate through that? Um, putting one foot in front of the other. Um, taking So what I look at is I look at my clients and knowing that I want to do repeat business with them. What I do is I specialize in the tenant or the buyer side of a transaction. Mm. Um, and what's really special is in, in our industry, um, I actually split the fee with the landlord's representative. If the tenant or buyer went directly to the landlord or the seller, they keep 100% of the fee. Um, so a lot of people like to double land deals. However, you can't represent two masters. So my goal has always been, if I represent the tenant or the buyer, my fiduciary responsibility is to get them the best terms possible and to take care of them, make it as easy on them as as possible. Most of my work right now is helping tenants renegotiate their, their lease. Uh, if it's coming, ex, you know, expiring in a year or two years, uh, depending on what their plans are. Um, and letting people know up front, what I'm working for is the letter of appreciation or, or Google review. Now my son who's in the business as well, Baron 
years ago, he's oh, dad, you need to get Google reviews. I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I started doing that and it's, it's been, it's been helpful. Um, and it feels good. Um, when you know you're taking care of a client and, and now I'm asking clients up front, you know, look, I'm going to give you the service that is undeniably the best you'll ever have. Um, would you give me a video testimonial? And now it's like, now I'm getting video testimonials, which isn't all that easy. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, how do I do it? Um, you just wake up and our, ours is such a long sell cycle. I mean, if somebody's lease expires in a year, I need to start working with them today, but I won't be compensated, you know, for another eight months or a year whenever the transaction's done. So it's knowing that you got to, you know, plant the seed, basically, if you're going to, if you're going to grow a crop, which you, know, you want to consider your clients, you know, your, your crop, basically, then you need to plant the seed early and water it, tend it, take care, take care of it and do what Bob said with regard to follow up and just stay in contact with people. Awesome. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Great answer. And he, and he is indeed the, uh, the, uh, the master at that. Um, Randy, um, I, I just want you to give Leah a big hug for me and tell her how much I love her and, um, and the kids, uh, you know, they're just, they're awesome. Every time I've either been on the phone with them or in person, I've always walked away going, these are just some really good, solid uh, kids, but you have been a great example to me on how to uh, live your life uh, and to, to live your life in such a way that you um, can enjoy it versus being a master uh, being mastered by it. So wow. I appreciate, I've thank always you. appreciated that about you, brother. Wow. So um, you. if you guys, uh, you know, if you guys, when you see him in the Facebook group, uh, be sure and, and reach out to him. Super, super good guy. He's somebody I would, uh, I would turn my back on and trust uh, that he would always have my back no matter what. He's one of those guys. So, um, and there's very few of those that I can say in my, in my circle. So, I mean, in, in my world that, uh, that exists. So, um, you know, reach out to him, touch base and connect with him. Randy, I appreciate you, brother. Can I, can I, can I yeah. say one thing? Yes. Um, I, I really don't go on Facebook too much. Other right. It's, it's easy to post. It's right. super easy to post. Right. Um, so I do that because it's easy to post, but I don't sit there and, and look at it every day, et cetera. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with me, can I leave my telephone yeah, number? Yeah, absolutely. However you like them to reach out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, telephone number, if you need, want to, 949-705-7000 or email rmason at crscre.com. So if, if somebody said, I just really want to ask Randy a question, then yeah. I'd be honored. <laughs> Great. We'll put, we'll put that in the context as well so that uh, so they'll have that. Um, so thanks again, brother. I, I appreciate you. And uh, I'm in San Luis Obispo right now. So I'll be down in Orange County, I believe, next week. So we'll, uh, we'll try and grab some coffee if you're around town. Is it raining up there now? It's not. It's actually okay. It rained a little bit last night. That was kind of off and on. Okay. Well, it was raining down here in Newport, Irvine. <laughs> Yeah, which is great. It's okay. Yep. Yep. Rain it's makes great. snow. Rain makes snow. That's right. And it doesn't it doesn't affect you uh being going out into the ocean because you're already wet. That's true. Although <laughs> the water quality might not be as I feel good. A little, yeah. <laughs> well, man, so, I love you, brother. And uh tell everyone I said hi. All right. I love you too, Bob. All right, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Everyone Thank enjoy you, your Randy. next level. Have a great Bye. week. Bye.
You've been listening to Your Next Level Now with Bob Donnell. To find out more, call us at 949-542-6398. That's 949-542-6398. Or you can find more information on our website at everythingnextlevel.com. That's everythingnextlevel.com.